Real quick, friends, if you can think about how you found this podcast, somebody probably shared it with you via text or a post on social media. The only way this grows is through word of mouth. I don't run paid ads. I don't do sponsorships. My only ask is you continue to pay it forward. So however you found this show, please do the same thing. If it was review, a post, if you just do that, it would mean the world to me and a positive, it would have an impact on others. Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Eric Quorum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. I am really excited to have Eric Hinman on the show today. Eric is a hybrid athlete. He is a five-time Ironman. I mean, that's just crazy. Serial entrepreneur and brand builder who specializes in scaling early-stage consumer and wellness brands. He is as tied in as it gets to the fitness scene. And if you look at his Instagram today, you would just be blown away by how fit this guy is. But it hasn't always been like that. Today, Eric talks about how he transformed his health. And at 43, he's more fit than he was in his 20s. Eric made transformational changes in his 30s by surrounding himself with coaches and reshaping his lifestyle around wellness. He'll share how exercise, creativity, and community empower him daily along with the power of small, consistent actions over time. And that's really what I respect about Eric. It's just consistency. And he's done it, and anybody else can do it too. And so I'm super pumped to have him on the show today so you can reimagine what fitness looks like for you. So let's dive in. Let's lean in and learn from the best. Eric, you and I are both 43 years old, and I've noticed recently you've been posting something that caught my attention. And that is that you're more fit now in your 40s than you were in your 20s. And for most people, that is not the story. What happened? Yeah, thanks for having me, Eric. And what happened was I hired a personal trainer when I was 28 years old. And prior to that, I really lacked the knowledge around diet, strength training, anaerobic conditioning, aerobic conditioning. I had always kind of gone through the motions of exercise. I played team sports in high school. I was a decent athlete. I got into weightlifting in college, but it was very vanity-based. And then in my early and mid-20s, I was sitting in a car driving 50,000 miles a year and found myself pretty out of shape. So, you know, the hardest step was switching my life around and making that first step of hiring the personal trainer to get the accountability the structure, the motivation, and the knowledge I needed to get back to a place of looking good and feeling good. And initially, it was all about the aesthetics. I wanted to look good again, but I soon started to correlate the mental clarity I had, the energy, not having a lull anymore in the afternoons, and the feeling that I just was becoming the best version of myself with exercise and really got addicted to that. The personal training led me to triathlon. I started with a sprint distance triathlon and then got into further and further distances. Again, hired a coach. I truly believe that the only way to fast track success in this world is to surround yourself with people who've gotten where you want to go. So I hired a coach and yeah, under that coach's guidance, I in a four-year period, I went from Mm. hardly being able to swim been doing a sprint distance triathlon to towing the line at Kona at the Ironman World Championships and competing against the best Ironman athletes in the world. 
And that four-year period, that was from 30 until 34, that reshaped my life. My life began to be built around wellness protocols. My friend group changed during that time period. All of my activities changed. And ultimately, you know, in moving to Denver in 2017, my environment changed to a place where it begs you to be outside exercising often. So yeah, I mean, just a series of compounding consistencies, starting with one decision of hiring that personal trainer to then doing that one sprint distance triathlon to becoming a a world-class athlete and then redesigning my life around wellness protocols. Yeah. I mean, looking at you now, like if you, you should definitely go follow Eric, you're going to look at this guy and be like, man, good looking, shredded, works out a lot, lots of fun, but this just doesn't happen overnight. Like there had to have been obstacles along the way where you're battling this former self versus this, maybe the thing that you're striving for. What were some of the keys to consistently sticking with these new habits and behaviors? Or was it like cold turkey overnight? It was easy for you. No, it definitely wasn't cold turkey anything. It was a gradual shift away from a heavily party-based lifestyle where I was working on the weekdays and playing on the weekends to a lifestyle built around wellness protocols. That was a two-year journey to get to that place. And Mm -hmm. it again, started with three to four days per week of doing 30 minute personal training sessions and, you know, ultimately led to five, six, seven hour training days in the midst of, of Ironman. You had a job during that time? I had a job during that time. I was managing multiple businesses. I had a software company. I had an insurance agency. I had opened a gym and I was about to start restaurants. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did you handle all that with the physical training like that? Time blocking has always been something I have forced myself to do. So especially during that time period, the workouts were in my calendar. When I would take calls and meetings were in my calendar. When I did busy work was in my calendar. And I still stick to that very much so. And I also know that if I exercise early in the morning, it really sets me up to have the most productive day. I'm going to have a lot of mental clarity. I'll have energy to have multiple meetings and multiple conversations. And I kind of know what my time limit is, too, for those types of cognitive tasks where after three hours, I need some relief or some solitude to make space again to have another creative burst. So, yeah, it really was just time blocking. And I was forced to do that, managing multiple companies and training those kind of hours. I had to have a very strict schedule that I stuck to with very little distraction and, you know, saying no to a lot of things that I once enjoyed that just didn't serve my goals anymore. I've got some exciting news for my AIM7 community, and it's about making your health journey even more seamless. Let's face it, life is busy and sometimes there's no room to pause for even a minute, especially in the mornings. But what if your wellness routine could adapt to that? What if you could get a snapshot of your readiness for the day without taking any extra steps? That's exactly what this new AIM7 update is all about. Our morning check-in has always been part of our secret sauce, feeding the AIM7 data engine to fine tune your personal score. A score that goes beyond what any wearable alone can tell you. But now we've cranked it up a notch. Imagine this, you wake up in the morning, grab your phone without doing a thing, your AIM7 score is there waiting for you. It's like having a personal wellness coach who's up before you are, analyzing all your historical health data and last night's sleep, giving you a readiness score right out of the gate. And for those of you who thrive on details, you can make your score even better with a quick morning check-in to sharpen those recommendations even further. 
And for my busy people out there, this is a game changer. It's health intelligence that fits into your life, not the other way around. AIM7 just made your experience smarter, swifter, and more in sync with your daily hustle. So why wait? Check it out now. Take control of your day from the moment you wake up. Try it now, free for seven days, and get your first month for just a dollar if you use the code BLUEPRINT in all caps at checkout on our website. Now, back to the show. Yeah, I noticed when I was trying to book you for the show, it was like certain time frames. And without ever having this conversation, I was like, he's time boxing really good. I, I like this. He probably has like a morning and afternoon schedule. And this is kind of when he decides to do it, which I think is awesome. But let's talk about some of these obstacles that you had to overcome along the way. Like, what are some of the really difficult things that you've had to go through on this fitness journey? And I just say overall wellness journey. Yeah, I mean, some of the difficult things were the public perception was very tough early on where from the outside eye, it looked like I was just exercising all day, you know, because that's what I was sharing on social media and, and on the public side of things where I'm not sharing this right now that I'm having yeah. this call and the four prior calls I had just before that. Like, I don't share those on social media because it's not social media sexy that was a big thing for me. You know, my parents' approval of my new lifestyle mm. and being in a smaller upstate city where, you know, it's very blue collar. I had to battle with that of feeling like I felt judged to some degree that I had found what my passions and purpose were and I was enjoying life. I felt like I was showing up as the best version of myself, but there wasn't this public perception that I had the suit and tie on and that I was at an office working and sending mm. emails all day. So that was very difficult to get over that and just say, hey, like I want to live my life on my terms. Wellness is going to be a huge component of that because I really enjoy how I feel, how I can give back. And, you know, eventually something will come of this and just trusting the process. And, you know, sure enough, something has come of it where I've turned it into an incredible business. But that was not ever an intention. The intention was I want to feel good. I want to be energized. I want to have mental clarity. I want to be my authentic self and not care what people think about me. That's not easy to not care what people think about you. That's an internal struggle, I think, that we all deal with. When you find yourself going back into that place, how do you recalibrate? Exercise is a huge component of how I reset my nervous system, how I stay in a positive mindset. And I abused that for years too. The Ironman years were too far in one direction. You know, it was too much exercise. It was too much aerobic activity. It was too much running for me to be able to sustain that over a long period of time. You know, cortisol levels were high from managing businesses and training at that level. So it, it wasn't sustainable. And I'm not saying that that was a super healthy time period by any means. I have since found various recovery protocols that I really enjoy, like saunas and cold water exposure. And I feel like those are able to really reset my nervous system and allow me to you know, still train at a fairly high volume, but at a volume that I don't feel smashed from. I want to be consistent with how I feel and being consistent with how I feel is directly linked to being able to exercise each day. So I very rarely push it beyond the point that I can't back up the next day. 
So sauna, cold exposure has honestly taken over, say, that third workout that I was doing during the triathlon years in a day. You know, instead now I, I do the sauna and cold exposure and so I feel what's energized. a day look like for you? Like take me through a day. Yeah, day is waking up around 5 a.m planning my day early in the morning. I try to do something really creative that I know I probably will not have time for later in the day. So that could be planning out a wellness retreat. It could be creating content for various brands. I try to just do things where I need an hour or two of focus to execute it properly. And then I go to the gym around eight every day. I train for upwards of two hours, five days per week at a CrossFit gym following CrossFit type training. And after that, I schedule all of my calls and meetings directly after that morning workout. So from 10 until about 1, 1.30, that's when I'm doing podcasts, I'm having calls with clients, having calls with prospective new clients. And the workout prior to that, I'm documenting. A lot of my day is just documenting. So I have lots of content for brands that I'm able to post later in the day. So some of these things I consider multitasking without multitasking. And then after the 1.30, the three-hour work sprint in Colorado, I would go off into the mountains and do something aerobic in the mountains in nature. So mountain biking, trail running, rucking. I'm here in Austin. I've been road cycling or mountain biking in the city. And I'll do that for about 60 to 80 minutes to get some zone two training in. But that's also moving meditation for me. I get a lot of my best ideas when I'm just by myself doing something aerobic. I'm able to piece together and make something of all of those dots collected over time, all of those conversations, experiences, people I've met. So I really consider that the time to let things marinate and make something of it. And then After that, I usually have another two hour or so answering messages, creating content for brands, and then have this religious contrast therapy routine of three rounds, 20 minutes in a sauna, five minutes in an ice barrel. And that's also community bonding time. And when I take in-person meetings, when someone reaches out to me to meet, I say, come on over, let's hit the sauna together. We're going to have the best conversation we could possibly have. You'll have my undivided attention in the sauna. So that's like community bonding time, meeting new people. And then after that, kind of wind down, have dinner at home or go out somewhere and then wind down in the evening, get to bed around 9.30, sleeping by 10, rinse and repeat. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast and make sure to tune in next week when we have the final episode with Eric where we're gonna talk about community and the hardest mile of your life. It's pretty crazy. You're gonna wanna check it out and go look at his Instagram at Eric Hinman. It's phenomenal. And he represents some of the best fitness brands out there. I love this guy. He is definitely worth a follow. Thanks again for listening. And I'll catch you on the next episode.